What up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Auto Tempest. Auto Tempest is a great service that helps you save time. And if you're like me, time equals money. Therefore, you save money. Auto Tempest saves you time by allowing you to not have to do things twice. What I mean is, Normally, if you're looking for a car, you got to check out like a dozen different sites. And what happens, right? You see the same cars listed over and over, different sites. And, and you just wish that somebody would do the work for you of looking through all of that garbage and just helping you find what you want. That's what Autotempest.com does. It searches all of those sites for uh, with your queries, whether you're browsing or looking for a specific car. And it brings them all into one place, then compares those results from Craigslist. List nationally and eBay Motors. It really simplifies the search for a car. You don't have to do double work. You don't have to spend hours looking around just to find the same cars listed over and over on a million different sites. Autotempest.com has you covered. We are so happy to have them as a, a sponsor. They've been around for a long time, and, and I use them. When I'm looking for a car, when I was looking for a car for Hannah, I used Auto Tempest. I ended up getting some weirdo JDM stuff, but still, Auto Tempest helped me gauge the market. Check out autotempest.com next time you're looking for a car. And of course, the Brio Beardscape uh, charged mine back up, and I am ready to go for like another year. The Beardscape is a revolutionary new type of uh, buzzer. You know, a trimmer, like the battery-powered thing that trims your hair. Just about every guy's got one, and just about every guy has had an experience with a bad one. I know I have. Whether it's the blades get dull, the motor's loud or not that powerful, it wears out, the battery stops holding charge, things fall off it. If that sounds familiar. It is time to upgrade to the Brio Beardscape. Uh, it's got a powerful motor, a really big, long-lasting battery, uh, and the blades are ceramic, so they don't rust, and they stay sharp longer than the stainless steel blades. It also means you don't have to oil it quite as often, but it does work better if you do oil it on a normal schedule. comes in a great travel case. Um, I have been using it a lot. It pretty much bounced a professional-grade, like, barber's buzzer uh, out of my, out of my, uh, my dop kit. And it's certainly the only buzzer that I carry on the road. Um, go to Brio4Life.com. That's the word Brio, B-R-I-O, the number 4Life.com. And use code SMOKING to get the best price on the internet on the Brio Beardscape. That's Brio4Life.com slash SMOKING. And lastly... It's those Continental belts and hoses. They're back for you, baby. Uh, when you're doing a service on your car, you're changing your oil, you're looking at your brake pads, you're doing filters, what are you not thinking about but you really should be? Belts and hoses, people. Hoses, they're in your car. They age. They dry out. If you live in a desert climate, they dry out faster. If your car is older, they might need to be replaced. Check them out. If you blow a hose, you lose your coolant, you're stuck on the side of the road. It could be a big problem, and you don't want that to be a surprise because hoses are not expensive. Belts are not expensive. It's easy to keep those things maintained, especially with Continental belts and hoses. They are launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree 
game. What that means is Continental Belts are OE, original equipment, in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE in the majority of BMWs and Volkswagens. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's engineered fanatically for perfect fit, form, and function. So, check your belts, check your hoses next time you pop your hood, and if they are dry, cracking, or in need of replacement, Continental has you covered. Go to OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. All right. On this episode of the show, my friend Kristen Lee from Jalopnik is in town. Um, she's one of my press car buddies, one of uh, a few people that I enjoy sharing uh, cars with on press launches. Uh, she has just finished the uh, Huracan Evo launch here at Willow Springs in Los Angeles, and I love spending time with her. Kristen Lee from Jalopnik is on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Hi. Hello. All right. It's the Smoking Tire Podcast. It is actually the Smoking Tire Podcast. What's happening in the world? It's uh, it's Thursday. I we I did a show yesterday, so uh, we're gonna have to find some new shit to talk about. But that's okay because Kristen Lee's in the house. She's been I driving am. Lambos. Hello, hello, hello. What's happening? Lambos are good. Mm-hmm. Typically, they are. Actually, I had never driven a Lambo except for the Urus. So this is the first oh. like fast. Well, oh, yeah. the Urus is fast, but this is the first like sports car. Sports car. Yeah, Lambo. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that must have been a treat. It was the um, to st- well to start with the Urus. You can you really can go up from there. <laughs> Nothing, the Urus is wrong with it. fast. It is. You and I were on the launch I together. Know. I know you it didn't like fast. it a whole lot. I I liked a lot of things about it. I, I did liked the brakes. I liked a lot of things about it. One of the things I didn't like was that it was very ugly. <laughs> and one of the other things I didn't like about it was that it was not a Lamborghini. Mm-mm. Those were two things I didn't like, but a, everything else pretty right? much I liked. It's Q7 or I think it's I a forget, Q8. I forget what. Yeah, Q8, sure. I believe. It's the big one. What I actually, when I saw a Q8 for the first time, which was after I saw Urus, and I'll get a. I I couldn't unsee how Q8 it was, especially yeah. from the rear. Give me a rear. Here we go. Yes. Look, this is this is some funky ass like. And actually, the QA is much, much better looking. It's just, but the, it's this whole rear taillight section is the same. It's missing a lot of um, Megatron, I think. <laughs> a lot of Megatron. That's a good... I mean, using Megatron as uh, as an adjective, I like. Um, it is, but like if you look at the pictures of the Urus, they're very like, pointy and spiky, which works for a... Right. Well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think when I you think, add the vertical dimension, it's correct. Too much. Yeah, the reason it's ugly is because that very specific Lamborghini design ethos doesn't work when stretched outside of those proportions. Yes. That's what I think. So is, therefore, the the Huracan Evo was great. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't mean to like open the show by shitting on Lambo. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, not what I was trying to do at all. Uh, Huracan Evo. It's a it's a performante powertrain in a normal chassis. Isn't that kind of the thing? It's got all wheel steering now, so it's yeah. uh, squiggly sometimes. <laughs> it's squiggly. It's a what little squiggly. It's squiggly. It's a little. It's a, slidey a little bit when you feel it because you're not used to that much motion coming from oh, you, the it, rear end. Yeah, you mean that ass motion. Yes, yes. that's what I mean. The yeah, S- Aventador SVJ had mm-hmm. ass motion as well, which yes. was really, really good actually because the alternative was terminal fucking understeer. Yes. <laughs> um, it looks very nice. It looks like they have uh, not ruined it. Nope. They did in in person. It looks just like 
Does it look really different? Or is it kind of no. it's kind of the same thing? No. It's always striking to me how small they are. Mm-hmm. They're very small. You know what? They're small, but like they're uh Imposing. they're like dense. They're yeah. very dense. Because it kind of has this uh this very pointy nose, and it comes up and has like this yeah. shape, and then the the ass is really kind of tilts upwards. Yeah. You probably found it actually really comfortable. They're great oh, yeah, for great. people who are of your size. I could really, fit my helmet in perfectly. Yeah. I was like, this I didn't pull any muscles getting totally. in out of it. People that are people that are uh are that are uh your size, this is a perfect car for. If you're my size, not so much. Not so much. I can't Did you hit fit. your head on the the side pillar? Mm-hmm. I hit my head on and if even if I don't hit my head, um just that duck is really hard on my neck to do the duck underneath it. And all it's not uh, not exclusive to Lamborghini. I get the same thing with Nissan GTR, same thing with the new Supra, same thing with Acura NSX. Yeah. I wouldn't it's know. It's got a, they all have real low. I wouldn't know. You know what? Maybe you're the freak. I think they're all perfectly scaled. I'm cars. in that um you know when they say that we build cars to like the 95th percentile or whatever. The 96th. No, but I'm like the 93rd. Mm. I'm like I I found myself on that chart once and I was I was right at the fucking There's a chart? I want to know. Yeah, that. yeah, there's like a chart of like people's sizes and and like how they build um, you know, seats to fit in those ranges. Hmm. Yeah. I forget who showed me that chart. It was at some press launch some sometime, but like, Interesting. yeah. yeah. Uh, so your first, I, man, take me back to my first ever modern Lamborghini. How was it? Did <laughs> it, was it like, great. did it completely blow your mind? It did. It did. You know, it's like, it's the last car of its uh, class. That's still the way it is in that it's the naturally, naturally aspirated, aspirated. Yeah. huge cylinder count, big displacement, high red line. Mm-hmm. That was normal once, you know, like 10, that was 15 years ago, that yeah. was the standard. And the, the Gallardo in those days didn't so much stand out because that was the standard. And now everything else has fallen around it, which makes it unique. Right. Well, so they kind of had to make a choice, right? Either they had to abandon the naturally aspirated supercars and either make them, you know, like hybrid or uh, smaller displacement with turbos. Like Ferrari you know. has. Done. Yeah, because because you because ha- you do have to keep up with the emissions and the the fuel economy regs and all that kind of shit, right? But in order to keep those two cars, you know, more pure or purer as long as they can. They came out with the Urus. That's that's how they kind of got around that. Fine. You're fine. That's fine. I think, yeah, I mean, that's the sacrifice. Hey, look, Aston, remember the Signet? <laughs> remember the Aston oh, Martin yeah. Signet? There was a, uh, there was, um, I think there was like a V8 one that they showed off at Goodwood last year. Or yeah, they like put that. some fucking death motor in it. What was this? The, uh, yeah, that thing. Signet V8. The V8. Yeah, fuck me. Hell what? yeah. Oh, look at that. I would have loved to drive that thing. That looks like a death trap, but. A good one. Where is the V8? That's, <laughs> that's my next question. Is uh, it here? Because it doesn't. I mean, it's clearly wider, but it's not. It's certainly not fucking longer. Where maybe is it? Maybe you're sitting on it. I don't know. Oh, my God. Imagine that. I hope. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Where is, is there any picture of it with the engine visible? Well, here, look. Here's an interior. So it's not in the interior. No. That's a, that's a start. <laughs> I feel like it's where the fuck I feel is like it? It's in front of your knees. It's in front, huh? Has to be. Yeah, because look, this dashboard looks like it's been moved back, right? Right. That that comes in a lot. Right. It's the, not under the back. There's no. no way it's under the back. I I'm bet you. It's in the front. <laughs> it's got to be right. It looks. It looks like it's in the front. I think. It's so silly. I love it. That shit is great. Actually, I think that's our website. Uh, that's Road and Track. 
Oh, is it Ronan Track? Yeah. It's my website. Good job on the headline, Perkins. Yeah. I don't want to, I can't play the video because I'll uh, get fucking snagged. But, you know, that's cool. There it is. That's cool. How did we end up there? Oh, oh we were talking about we were talking about silly oh, cars. Oh yeah, the cars they had to build in order right. to continue making the pure cars. Yeah, yes. the Lambo is uh, excellent. I thought the steering was good. I'm gonna have to internalize it more a little bit. But the I think my big takeaway that day was we were at Big Willow, which I haven't been to since December 2012. Okay. Big Willow and I have good history. thing it hasn't changed in 60 years. No, Big Willow and I, Big Willow and I have history. I had my very first open track day there. The first Aww. time I ever touched a track, I brought my C32, and then okay. I uh, came off. Uh, you mean by came off, you mean went off? Yeah. Oh, no. At uh, turn six. So you do, um, you're familiar with Big Willow. Oh, yeah? yes, I am. Hang Great. on. Let me get you, uh, let me get you, you in a little okay, aerial so, so section. The, the, That's the, not the, a good one. Hang uh, on. It looks like a gun to me. It looks like a pistol. Or a penis. It's, my, it's a little bit like freaky cock like. Where? Not, I mean, what, the whole. Like this is the head? I mean, like, it's like how a child would draw a dick a little bit. And the, look, Horse Thief Mile is certainly freaky cock like. Actually, well, that's yeah. streets. That's streets. I apologize. That's streets. That's streets not so, horse thief miles over here. Anyway, phallic <laughs> discussion aside. Yeah. You mean you just, you see what you want to see. So here's like, uh, you know, pit, you come. Turn one. Turn one. Turn come, two. And then you climb up this three, hill. Four. Five, six. Five, right here. six is here. Right here. Downhill. Yeah. That's yeah. why I lost it. Yeah. And did you end up on the inside here? Yeah. So you know how like it goes downhill? Yeah. It's off there? camber. Yeah. yeah. So like the ass came right around. I was mm-hmm. going about 85, 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Ass came right around. I swear to God, I thought I was going to flip down. I there. wouldn't be surprised. That's a like. It was terrifying. I'm su- I'm surprised I didn't. How bad did you break the car? Not bad. That's extremely lucky if you didn't right? break the car. So yeah. like the windows were down. <laughs> t- yeah. Because they, they want the windows down and everything. Yeah. So all the fucking dust came in um, and I turned it off and then. I was like, okay, like, didn't flip, didn't flip, didn't flip, didn't flip. So they came and they towed me back to the pits. And the worst thing that happened uh-huh. was some rock chips and I ripped the tire off the wheel. That was the worst thing. That you happened. are extremely lucky. I this, know. Look at this. This is pretty much. I ignore that this is a, th- a 360 Modena because I actually believe this is a Ferrari F50. <laughs> um, and this is what, like, if you look at a big map of Willow Springs, you're like, oh, great. Like, there's nothing to hit. And, like, Ooh. no, there's, like, big rocks and there's ravines. Rocks. Yeah. Like, you could roll so easily there. I thought I was going to roll. Yeah, you can completely decimate your undercarriage and suspension. And, by the way, this is totally an f50 that got yeah or it's, or it's a i mean either it's fake or i don't think it's uh, fake. that doesn't if you I go back to the real. engine that looks real oh yeah that's a fuck that's an f50, that's an f50. somebody had a real bad day that, sucks. that is an expensive day out there wow but yeah if you go off at willow your car gets fucked so, up there was some bad um rock chips which right took me a while to get over because I'm a perfectionist and also it took forever to vacuum all the dirt out uh, um, but that's the worst thing that happened and some very nice people saw me like in despair and they were like do you have a spare I was like yeah I do they're like okay here we brought our jacks they jacked it up and they yeah. helped me change the tire and they're like see it's good as new like you're fine just go get it checked when you get home yeah. everyone crashes it's fine I was like but I my crash like it's so sad and I haven't been back since so we were driving out there in Rosamond and yeah. when you're coming up you pass the entrance for streets and I was like oh we're here we went past the entrance for streets and I was like oh shit 
So we like go up to the, the entrance for Big Willow and I was like, fuck. All right. All right. All right. We meet again. So we go out for our hot laps and we're like going up the hill, coming back down and I'm, and we're like coming up to turn six yeah. and I'm just like pulling away. <laughs> you had like a days of thunder moment. I was like pulling away from the guy. He's like, you got to speed up a little bit. And I was like, yeah. nope. Mm-mm. Nope. It's going to stay right here. Did, it didn't occur to you that you're in like a $250,000 Lamborghini and oh, not no, like absolutely. an old <laughs> Absolutely. I was in a car that was twice as powerful. What's like, what's, what's 350 ten? Okay. Almost twice as powerful. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Uh, that costs way more than. It costs 10 times as much. It weighs, it, it costs more than I am worth. And uh, in front of a lot of people with cameras. Yeah. yeah. So. Still, it was fine, right? I lived. Yeah. Yeah, of it was course. Fine. It was fine. Willow is sketch, though. So that's sort of the thing. I'm surprised they used Big Willow because Where it else actually. Is to stretch its. Legs. I mean, streets? there are several other places you could. And also, like, y- yes, you could do streets. Um, Big Willow, this this turn eight and nine complex. This is, this is some ass. Yeah. This is re- I don't so like Big Willow scary. because it's pretty much about your, your tires, your arrow, your horsepower, and your balls. It's not a hard track. There's no. only nine corners. The line is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. The surface is garbage and mm-hmm. eats up tires, but like, I actually don't find it that fun. It's like, it's how scary. brave are you willing to be through this section? You know is pretty much of, it. Like, what was spooky about it was when I did my first track day, I think I was, I think I was 21 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I was 21. Um, and I guess when you're like 21, no offense to anyone who's 21 listening, like, you don't have much of a judgment in your brain just yet. So when I went, I was like, oh, sure, it'll be fine. I'm not going to get anything checked. I'm not, whatever. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. show up and check my tire pressure. Oh, this will be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be fun. So I went and like, I drove it and I took the instructor with me. They were very nice and they showed me all the apexes and like when to break and eyes up and everything like that. And I did fine. I thought Willow was fine. I thought it was so fun. And then now I've been doing this job for a while. I know more about what you're supposed to do for track driving and what you're supposed to do to be safe and what a car that is yeah. tracky supposed to feel like and also what a good track is supposed to feel yeah, like yeah. and then I come back to this track like my reckoning and it's like this track is sketchy as fuck yeah this track yeah. is scary. now that you know better you're yeah. like what this track <laughs> is very scary yeah and like I I learned that like when I drove like a season I guess it season two of drive on NBC sports when we got to drive the Monaco Grand Prix circuit mm-hmm. you're like Yo, this is so narrow. <laughs> like, what, the fuck is, what is going on? They race here? Like, this yeah. is crazy. But yeah, Willow, I think for a press launch, I mean, it's a very challenging um, track just mentally, but like for a press launch, I'm surprised because it's a risky place where like you could have a big, big problem. Although I guess you said they were doing like lead follow. Yeah, they're doing lead follow. Uh, they so were not. They're, so they're probably not going to have that big of a problem. Yeah, no. Um, It was also like, <clears throat> it was 97 degrees. It well, was that's the other problem so with Willow. <laughs> hot. <laughs> There's a few problems with Willow. Hot. The wind, it's typically like a 30 mile an hour wind out there, mm-hmm. so you can't get audio for nothing. Mm-hmm. But um, I would have, so like, hot. if I was Lambo, I would have used Chuck Walla. I've never been to Chuck Walla. Chuck Walla's fun, man. Let me see Chuck Walla. Uh, that's where they shoot uh, NBC Proving Grounds. Yes. Uh, and it is out in the desert by, it's, it sucks that it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, God. Um, it's like that's 30 like where the miles. Land. Yeah, it's like 30 miles. Uh, past Palm Springs. Oh, Is that a big enough God. image? And um, it's it's really... Oh, this image is terrible. Sorry. 
It's really in the middle of nowhere, um, but it looks nice. The surface, the surface is fantastic. What's the best image I have? Do I not have a large one? I'm sorry. Uh, the surface is fantastic. The when if you do have an off there, it's there we go. It's really it's um, flat. It's they grade it. Um, yeah. Oh come on! They uh, and so you, they you you don't uh, go off into like a big like ravine like you see how on the outsides of the corners uh, here nice. it's graded it's yeah real gentle it well it's much more gentle yeah. anyway yeah for sure yeah like Willow has got these boulders the size of watermelons <laughs> just sitting out there. Dude, back in the day when we were shooting the Speed uh, Speed Network show, the car show, me and Adam Carolla, uh-huh. he had a little whoopsie off of uh, turn uh, two at Willow, mm, mm-hmm. and uh, he somehow was like steering and hit the um, windshield wiper stock somehow with his hand, and it like it activated the wiper, which knocked off a camera that was mounted, which got him distracted and flustered right at the middle of the corner which caused him to like go off and he fucking like like ripped the suspension out of this car like it was it was a little rough and uh it it aired on the show this isn't a secret it was like it was in the show that this happened but man you showed me the picture that f50 i'm like god that could have been my baby well the best lucky you've seen the mustang video right i don't think so there are two videos from willow springs that i cannot play but you um, should find them. It's a uh, Mustang roll. So this video. You got an extra. That's uh, okay. It'll, it'll still okay. come up. Um, oh, no, I don't video, know if I want to see that. No, no, I, I can't play it, but you should see it. It's this one. Insane 5 uh Mustang jump and crash at Willow Springs. Go watch this video. It is fucking extraordinary. This dude loses brakes going into turn eight and goes I off hate. at what doesn't seem like an unbelievable pace. Until he runs out of room and hits a a berm that is a that's a jump, and he sails through the air and lands on the green wall. Oh God, that's at, so far! Yeah, at which he lands <laughs> on the wall. At which point his GoPro or whatever the camera he was using was flies off the car and lands on the ground but facing back at the car and still recording and it records him like getting out of the car like what the fuck just happened oh, Michael and, Bay could not have asked for that dude, it's amazing and if you go to Willow I wish I, I would have told you ahead of time to look for it as you're driving around Big Willow towards streets of Willow mm-hmm. you drive past that green wall and the section the dude took out, the paint is a totally different shade of green. <laughs> I remember that wall. It's yeah, that's terrible. And the other one is the Shelby Cobra uh, roll. Um, that scary exit of turn nine. That decreasing um, radius, like the de- it decreases right before you get onto that front straight, mm-hmm. and if you don't know it well, you will have a big fuck up mm-hmm. there. And um, this guy, I think, did know it very well, but he was really on it and looped it. This is a Shelby Cobra replica. It might have been a Superformance or something, but but looped it to the inside and rolled a bunch of times. Oh and it's God. so gnarly. Uh, he did live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe he lived. When you see the video, you can't believe he lived. But and I think he might have even like mostly walked away from it. Oh wait, I sorry, I should show it. It's this one. It's called uh, Cobra Crash Willow Springs Raceway, 130 miles an hour. Go find those in your fucking spare time. They are crazy. Hi. I'm so glad I didn't watch those. (laughs) 
No, no, yeah. And it's and like the both of those are race cars in race can you know those are people who are on the limit they're, they're not just they're like, like pros they're not yeah just, they, then those are those guys aren't just they're not uh, some dumb college kid yeah. <laughs> which is what i was yeah that's okay look you get a little whoopsie in your car it's okay it happens it was a lot of shame i've had whoopsies in my cars before i had a whoopsie at at fucking in my corvette at the optima ultimate street car invitational in front of a bunch of people it was super embarrassing i spun on my warm-up lap you, so, you didn't hit anything. No, I didn't, but I did go off. It was really cold. It was like yeah. like 35 degrees or something cold. That was, was a, like, that was the thing, because we were at Willow in December, and yeah. so when we got there, it was freezing. <laughs> really so cold. So we're like, we got to wait for the crack to warm up. And so like the first few rounds, they were fine. I was like feeling good. And then we had lunch, and then I guess I ate a bunch of confidence, too, for lunch. <laughs> so I came back. They served that at Lamborghini. They had the, no, no, no. This was when I was mm. doing my track day. Lamborghini was serving a tuna. It was good. Nice. So, um, like, I got back on the track, and I was like, I'll lead. It's fine. I'll lead. No problem. <laughs> no problem. No problem. By myself. And then there was no heat in the tires yeah, yeah. whatsoever, like, except for the hot air at the driver, in the driver's head. So yeah. it was just like. Yeah. It happens. I learned to never be the first person out on the cold track that day. It was I extremely embarrassing. It, you know, it happens, though. Uh, what else have you been up to, man? How's um, life? I haven't seen you in like since uh, McLaren. McLaren, yeah, which yeah. was in February. Yeah. Well, you got married. I did. And then you went to Italy, which I I'm sure you too. talked about a bunch already. Yeah, but it was great. Tuscany rules. Yeah. I strongly recommend Tuscany. All the all the food go. is ridiculous, and I learned to to like cook all all of it. So now Are I you can gonna actually make it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But not for like I I imposed like a two week Italian food ban. Smart. Although last night after the show, I was. I caved and I went home <laughs> and I, I didn't like make pasta or anything, but like I cut, they do, they just like toast Italian bread, like, like, you know, like long fucking bread. They just cut it, toast it, and then pour like a half a gallon of olive oil on it and sprinkle it with salt. And I did that and That's I good. felt so good. It was, <laughs> carb, so delicious. it was like a carb overload, honey. It though. wasn't an overload. It was just two little pieces, but I okay. really needed it. My yeah. fucking, uh, th- being back, my eating's kind of fucked up. I can't really, I didn't, wa- I should have weighed myself beforehand. I can't, I, Hannah gained like two and a half pounds. That's which, water weight. That's fine. I think it's, I think so too. That's water. Yeah. And, but I, I actually think I came out basically even, which is awesome. It's the weirdest thing about Italy. Have you fucked with Italy before? Yeah. So you go there and you eat all this shit and then you're like, oh, I'm so fat. But you actually aren't. You actually haven't actually gained any weight. Huh. It's so weird. That's like with going to Asia too. Like you eat all this food mm-hmm. and you come back, you're like, Is it because water. it's so humid you just sweat all of it, it was, out? No, I mean, I was there in March and it was like in the 60s. Yeah. It's fine. It's beautiful. All right. Yeah. I think what it is is like it's not a whole lot of like cheese in the diet well speak for yourself in italy in, it was Asian, like, in, in italy Asian it was 80 percent cheese yeah i mean i live for that yeah so it was amazing i brought back many kilos of cheese really <laughs> like wheels i did bring back two wheels, you brought yeah. back wheels? <laughs> not like i tried to bring back if you were here yesterday sorry i tried to bring back one of the big ones one of the ones that you make cacio pepe in, like the, the bowl <laughs> yeah, one you yeah. know and it actually wasn't that expensive to buy the wheel but the farm I was at that was selling all the cheese. Oh, I only bought things from Italy from when I was actually there. Yeah. Like the wine I own. I didn't buy shit in stores. I bought it yeah. from the farms and from the vineyards, right? That's a nice souvenir. Yeah. But the problem with vineyards sometimes, like, or with the farm, the cheese farm is they sell a wheel of cheese, but they don't expect some lunatic American <laughs> to actually want to take one. <laughs> they're like, no, we ship. I'm like, no, I take. <laughs> and they're like, 
Uh, and they didn't have a vacuum sealer big enough <laughs> for the big wheel. So I got like the, um, I'll show you on my Instagram. I got like a medium size wheel. Here's my haul. So like, that's your haul. This, this is wheel. Is this a ham? No, it really is, looks like it. Oh. <laughs> I, they don't let you bring hams Yeah, back. they don't, they don't do the, the that cured. That is a copper saucepan in a paper bag. I, I met we met an old an old man who makes copper saucepans and shit by hand. He's been doing it for like six years. Did you years. bring an empty suitcase with you? No, but I did bring like I did manage to make all this. <laughs> These this wheel of cheese here I think was um, two and a half kilograms, and it's like probably like you know ten inches diameter. It's pretty big. Yeah, this, this is all pretty big stuff. Yeah. That's like, big, heavy, yeah. heavy, <laughs> heavy food you've brought I've back. Brought many kilograms. <laughs> They're like, um, sir, this is overweight. Yeah, and we, you know, they actually allowed uh, the the uh, they allow you thirty two kilograms per person for luggage, which is like a shitload. These really? bags were so heavy and they were 24 kilograms. And I was like, yes, they're under 25. And they're like, sir, the limit is 32. I'm like, dude, you need a mule to fucking lug a 32 kilogram suitcase through customs. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was excessive. But but That's now fine. we have all the cheese. We ha- you have all the cheese. And all the wine and all the olive oil in the world. <laughs> the olive oil fucks you up. Because then you, cause you go to like, I went to Rome afterwards. Typically, if someone goes from anywhere to Rome, you're like, the Italian food, the food. Yo, after Tuscany, you're like, bro, they don't have it down here. I had that same thought in Venice. It makes me feel really shitty. Because in Venice, Venice, Italy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because Venice is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you go there, you're like, this is Disney World. This is Disney World Italian. Well, it's a it's a pretty small place. Yes. It's, it's small and it's so, it's such like a must-see tourist destination. But it's like the and Times Square of Italy. Totally. It's yeah. so expensive and it's so many tourists. Like we had just come from Florence, which mm-hmm. is also like a pretty bustling like tourist area. But compared to Tor- Florence. Florence rules though. It does, Florence is it? the best. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best big city in Italy. I think so too. Yeah. It's delightful. Okay. It's we, so we, we should change topic because I'm just going to keep talking keep about talking Italy. Italy. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone loves Italy. I know. Who doesn't? I haven't been down south yet. And you haven't been to Sicily. I I've been to, to Positano. Sicily. That's as about as Amalfi Coast as Amalfi. far south that I've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Positano rules. Yeah. Sorrento is my jam though. Sorrento. I got to go to Sorrento. Sorrento is like that. same kind of deal. Just bigger. Yeah. Uh, Did you go to Pompeii? No, I haven't. That. That shit rocks. It's so cool. Just a little morbid. No, it's not that morbid. It's not that morbid. Cool. If you don't want to see the bodies, you don't have to see the bodies. You no, can, I don't you mind can the see bodies. the architecture. I don't mind the bodies. I'm cool with the bodies. I went to the that bodies like exhibit mm, thing, mm-mm. which was really weird. I'm not going to do that. Oh, that sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's really strange. It's like one exhibit that I really don't like want to smell, I think is It doesn't smell. I know, but I'm like what if it did? They those mm-hmm. those muscles and shit are like basically they're basically like dunked in like rubber cement I like know. it's like not it's, it's not yeah it's not that i know just i know what you mean a though. little like <laughs> the, yeah well body smells disgusting yeah but the worst worse than that actually is like a lot of times i'll go i used to work when i was a little kid i worked at stocking shelves at a woolworths in white plains <laughs> okay seriously you know how there's no more Woolworths. Wait, how anymore? old were you 14 isn't that child labor? Only if your dad is not the CEO of the oh, company. Okay, okay. If your dad okay. is the CEO of the company, you're learning a valuable lesson. Okay, you're learning a trade. <laughs> you're learning. You're, you're getting real world experience. Okay. Um, and you know how there's no more Woolworths anymore? Yeah. You're welcome. That was my dad. <laughs> my dad's responsible for that. But he I killed worked Woolworths. At, yeah, thank fucking God. That place was gross. And what I was getting to is I am so familiar with the smell of dead rat. 
I can I go into all oh, kinds of like, no. oh shit, get the fuck out. The smell of dead rat I will is burned in my brain from working in that that's fucking place. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's amazing gross. how often I smell it. I Where? smell it all kinds of places. Where? Restaurants, grocery oh, stores, no. fucking CVSs, uh like all kinds of places. Such a specific Such scent a specific, tag. Yeah. Also, it, very underrated scent overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I could bottle that shit and just... If you didn't know, you might be like, oh, that's nice. But if you know... I'm just kidding. It's gross. It's gross no matter what. But I smell it all over the place. Should we talk about cars? Yeah, let's talk about cars. What do you like? What do you don't like? What are you feeling? Uh, what do I like recently? Oh, ooh, I just drove the new Shelby GT350. Oh, yeah. That they updated. Was fucking excellent. Is it... Did, what did they update? They updated the arrow slightly. They uh, retuned the magnetized suspension a bit. Um, oh, no. Did I just... Uh, I, it has occurred to me that I may have left a bad screen on the, uh, on the whole time. I'm sorry if I did that. People, I apologize. Yeah, there, there it is. I apologize. There it is. It looks uh, pretty looks much very nice, the same. But a little, it's got some, like, uh, some more aggressiveness happening in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this website we're looking at? I don't oh, know. Sorry, website. I don't know. It was the first one I got. What do you want me to oh, do? Oh, no. SEO. What do you want me to do? Sorry. <laughs> I know. Here. Hey, that's my photo. Is it? Yeah. Okay, we'll go to you. That's the GT500, though. That's the 500, though. Yeah. Oh, well, I was looking for a 350. Is that a 350? That is a 350. Oh, well, then we're, ah, I meant to just get the photo. I suck. Um, okay. Where'd you go to drive it? M1. Oh, in Detroit? Mm-hmm. What was that about? Was How good. was the track? I've, I like I've, it. I've only it's... been there with a, when a car show was on it. It's small. Mm. The that GG350 needs more room. Yeah, it's a big, big motor. Needs big motor. Yeah. Um, I had never driven a flat plane before. It's quite nice. Isn't it's it? nice. It's very different. Yeah. The the GT350 they have managed to make it feel way different from the rest of the. It Mustang. feels. Uh, I hate saying this because it's like I don't think it should be a standard or anything, but it it, it feels like European. It does. It really does. Yeah. The high the high revving engine does that. Yeah, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they say that vibration is a little more inherent. I didn't really feel it cuz I've spent a lot of time in I've spent a lot of time with the Coyote engine. So yeah. This one had the Voodoo. And yeah. like I really didn't feel the difference between the two. No. Not really. Hmm. The sound is certainly the different. The sound is super different. So I, there's no no power upgrade. Um, but they gave it new tires, and so because the these cup new twos now, yeah, I think I think so. Mm. So they were specifically developed for this car, um, and because of that, they had to like recalibrate everything around it. The I think that that the Voodoo engine has this real like sharpness to it that the Coyote doesn't have, and it's just I, more awake. It's more awake is a good word. Yeah, awake's a good word. It's like it's got the light, lighter flywheel. Yeah. It revs up faster. It's got a, a more like, aggressive it's bark. Snappier. But the real difference to me is in like the gearbox because this, the shifter like in the Tremec is so much better um, and more direct. And I think not it's, as it might like, be rubbery. shorter. I think the throw is also shorter. I think the but throws are shorter. The, sh- the length of the throw is less important to me than the fact that it's just like crisper. Like mm-hmm. I think the weakest point of the regular GT is the um, fucking gearbox. Um, I could see that. Which is which I've had trouble with in every single GT I've driven s- for the last seven eight years. I could see that. Um, they always grind second and third gear. Yeah, second and third. I mm-hmm. thought that was my press car. That was no, kind of no, wonky. No, no it's just that. that one. That's that MT eighty two gearbox. Interesting. Mustang people get so defensive about this. They're really <laughs> sensitive, and they're not like you know how like M three people are really sensitive, and you have to like treat them like about what 
they think it's the best car ever oh. made and they don't really they they have like blinders on about it a lot mm. of the time they did it was more back in the day but mustang people too and they refuse to acknowledge that the mt82 is a complete piece of shit <laughs> and so they're like no, no no what you have to do is upgrade the bushings and then upgrade the this and then upgrade the synchros and then upgrade the clutch and then put the, MD, the, the mgw shifter and then it's like okay and then it's fine <laughs> And it's like, perfect, except <laughs> seventeen items. And then it's and then uh, and it's like okay, so if if then why does the Shelby get the better one? Why is it that? Well, well, I asked their I asked their um one of their engineers that because I'm like, hey, this is the only car like the side of a Ferrari or a McLaren where you can get a flat plane yeah. V8. Um, blah, blah, blah. well, I guess was it was the M3's V8? I mean. They don't make it. They don't anymore, make it anymore. Obviously, but is is really nothing else? McLaren and Ferrari, uh, flat V8. plane V eight. Does and AMG GT? No, no. I guess that's true. Yep, that's it. Yep. So there that's like a big selling point for the GT three hundred and fifty. I was like, why do you have it in this car? And like, why don't you put it in like your, your other Mustangs? They're like, well, we got to be exclusive. Yeah. And I'm like. Makes sense. I also think it does cost more to build that yes. engine, and and yes. and you know they make a lot of fucking power mm. for the regular the regular GT GTs. Like that's a pretty good engine. Like there's nothing wrong with that Coyote motor. What's it's also spooky motor. about the 350 is like you know not that long ago when something had 500 horsepower, you're like holy shit, this thing has 500 oh, yeah. horsepower. Now this thing has 526 easy, and you drive it, you're like, this is really simple. Yeah. It's confidence inspiring. It doesn't try to murder you. Well, five there because five twenty six NA is not the same as like five twenty six like twin turbo. You don't get that massive torque shove. You know, it doesn't feel like it will blow the tires off at two thousand RPM. Extremely the way other car you know, that fucking seven twenty or something, you know, you mash it and you get that full torque spool at like eighteen hundred RPM and it wants to just fucking destroy you know, vaporize the tires. The the Mustangs actually don't really do that. The no. NA cars don't really do that. They feel very approachable. It's not like a that slingshotty thing. No. It's like you actually uh can, you know, just use less throttle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was the nice thing about it. Yeah. The nice. Lambos are like that too. Yes. Yeah. So you have uh, high red lines and natural aspiration, and yeah, that's going away. So it is. It is. But like, enjoy it. Yeah. Well, then you have what about like Gordon Murray's crazy shit? You have people who are going to build some crazy yeah. stuff. But like people, like stuff that is from Accessible. the OEMs. Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard the next Mustang, maybe a maybe a hybrid. I don't know. They'll probably have a hybrid. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be the GT. will be like from my cold dead hands. kind of Yes. Yes. They're going to hold on to that Um, until the world ends. Someone I know who will not be named. Okay. Went to see what is allegedly the Mustang electric crossover. Oh, the, the Mach one. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe that's something different. No, I, that might be it. It's I, it's a must. It's whatever the Mustang branded crossover. Okay, is. sure. It's an EV, and he said, despite not wanting to accept the fact that there is in fact an EV branded crossover called Mustang or a Mustang branded EV crossover, uh, it was actually pretty cool. Sure. Reluctantly, they were like, "Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet." Sure. Um. Sure. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Sure, fine, whatever. I'm, just, I'm tired. I'm tired of like arguing about. Oh, this this shouldn't be that. Maybe when I don't I'm like feeling... manufactured nostalgia. That's the one thing I don't like. 
I'm all about the nostalgia. I Did you see the On Her Majesty's Secret Service Edition fucking DB11? I deliberately Super, did not pay attention to that. Extremely embarrassing. I deliberately did not pay attention to that. I'm like, this is too much brand for one day. It's extremely embarrassing. And I even joked about it in my bullet review. I made that joke. I was like, imagine Aston tried to sell you it on Her Majesty's Secret Service DB11. And it literally happened like, or DBS or whatever it was. It happened like six months later. Fucking bad. <laughs> Profit. So, what 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 do you what do we what exactly are we reminiscing here? Is the the British Empire? We're uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service was the um, oh, it's the James Bond. Was is James Bond? The James Bond, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's the it's the fucking George Lazenby. <laughs> I didn't even Bond. see that one. I'm the, not the I'm not the world's biggest Bond fan. I've not seen that one. I haven't. I haven't either. My dad is like a big Bond fan. I've seen like. All the modern ones, pretty much. I've seen, but I I've seen all the, the Pierce catalog. Brosnan to today yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a couple of Sean Connery ones. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Goldfinger. Yeah. But I haven't seen them. The, I think I should commit myself, maybe for my next long flight, maybe I should commit myself to a Roger Moore. Why? I kind of like Roger Moore. Okay. Roger Moore. You know why I like Roger Moore? Because he played himself playing Bond <laughs> in uh, Cannonball Run. Okay. That's why I like Roger Moore. Okay. That's all I know like from okay. his Bond is that he played himself playing Bond in Cannonball Run. I think Cannonball Run 2, actually. So this car was what? Like Bond? What, did it have what? guns? This The Honor Madden? Yeah. No. What did it do? It has a, a plaque. It's some, oh, it has the weird wheels. It has the... Have you seen the wheels? Wait. On Her Majesty Secret Service... Damn, car. that movie is old. Yeah, it's old as fuck. Um, DBS. It's a DBS Super Legera. It's new. And here, here, look, right? You mean, does it have the knockoff? No, it doesn't. Have no, it doesn't have knockoffs, but it has these crazy wheels. Here, so look, look this, this is this is the wheels. Oh, so no. These wheels are actually kind of cool. Like, I'm not against the wheels. I think they're not going to age well at all. But it's a DBS Super Legera on Her Majesty's Secret Service Edition. That's it's what it green. is. It's green. Or whatever this. <laughs> it is. It's green. What that's that's what they've thought. They've I made it green. I don't like that. I don't, the wheels? No. You know what it reminds me of? The tweel. What is that? That's the tire wheel, the airless. No, the airless. I don't like that. You it know, looks tweely, doesn't it? So I have. Um, do, do you know what uh, trypophobia is? What trypophobia is? Yes. Is fear of tripping balls? No, no. It's a fear of like very small like holes. Um, Sorry, like like getting stuck in one? No, like if you just Google, I'm not gonna look. If you like Google pictures of trypophobia, like T R Y P or I P T R Y P O P H O B I A. It's okay. like images like that, like all right. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Images like that. Oh, like, you're afraid of like yeah, like a face full of holes. Yes, or like whoa. Like, what about like a, a carbonation? Does carbonation bother you or honeycomb? It's it's really it's very very particular. I haven't been able to narrow it down, but I think what at this point fuck? it's like small holes in like organic material freak me out. And I think I think the inherent fear is like disease or parasites. Ew. It just makes my skin feel really bad. Um, I That's, didn't know there was a word for okay, it until clear. 2013. You're clear. Thank you. Thank you. You're I didn't clear. know we'll there was a word for back it. Back to the crashed F50. Did you show everybody the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. why would you do that? It's I so mean, funny. I hope if anyone else had it, I hope that I didn't say hashtag triggered. <laughs> Sorry, hashtag triggered. Too late. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God. Oh, and a bunch. Yeah, here come the holes. Yeah, yep. they're the whole jokes. Go. Cool. Original, guys. <laughs> Very clever. You're the first ones to make those jokes. I know. I like. You did. You For a second, you were like, I'm afraid of small holes. And I was like, well, there's here a we lot go. of places you Here we go. go. Yep. Set up. Yep. Um, I'm sorry for your fear. Yeah. No, so those wheels, like, yeah. just a little bit. Just a yeah, little. Like, yeah. in my stomach, I feel. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so what about, like... My Lambo with the phone dials. Does that bother you? No. It's um I it's very hard for me to explain. It's one of those things where I only know it if I see it. What about like can you not be around cheese graters? No, that's fine because okay. that's metal. Oh, you know, yeah. oh, but if it's, it's organic. Like, so right. like, so if, like, like, uh, if there's like, like a corpse pl- on a beach. Pumice stone? <laughs> if there's a corpse on a beach and there's like fucking maggots in it, there's like holes and shit. I don't think that that's a phobia. I think I would probably throw up if I saw that. I don't have a phobia of it. I just think that's I, being like, grossed out by from, gross shit. From like from a very young age, like I would see stuff like that in nature and it would just make me like really, really uncomfortable. And then in twenty thirteen I read a BuzzFeed article. BuzzFeed of all places. They're like Tripophobia is a thing and you have it. I was like, what's that? Click and I was like, oh my, oh my god, god, I have it. Show I fuck, the- <laughs> yeah. I was like, I fucking have it. Oh my god. Next time you're on the show, like Ellen, I'm gonna bring out like huh? That's what my friend did. He like I told him about it and then he would just keep hold. sending me links of That's disgusting awesome. pictures. That's awesome. As you do. That's it's a nice good friend. Boy. He was a nice guy. That's we're not, a good we're, not friend. we're not friends anymore. <laughs> not because of that, different reasons. Yeah. That's uh, the type of person he was. <laughs> that's a good friend. That's the kind of thing my friends would do. That's if you're a guy, that's like a good that's a good friend. That sounds like if you're a girl, terrible. that's a horrible friend. I know. It's weird like do that. Do you have bad friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely do. Um Oh my god, what else is happening in the world right now? We moved offices, not that it matters Where to too. Times Square, New York. Oh my City. God, really? Oh yes, all meetings are now taken at the Red Lobster of the Planet Hollywood. Get uh, the fuck out of here, really? <laughs> Are you serious? You're not joking, are you? No. That's so horrible. Yeah. They make you go to Times Square. Well, they don't make us do anything. We don't have Times to Square go. Times Square restaurants. So they're actually like okay takeaway places, like <laughs> hidden in between all of the shit. Yeah. But we actually did go to Happy Hour at Red Lobster as like a stunt or something. Like Patrick George, my boss, like wanted to go do it. He's like, let's go to Red Lobster. And you know what? At prime happy hour time in New York City... Like on, I think it was like a Wednesday or Thursday. Usually, like most happy hour place, we filled up Red Lobster, fucking empty, low key, best happy hour they spot knew in the city. Something you didn't know. I ate at Red Lobster for the first time in my life. Like, did you have lobster a year ago? Uh, I did have lobster. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, but the garlic rolls were great. It's an basically an all garlic roll experience. Yeah, and like they put the calorie count on the menu, and you, <clears> if you're conscious about these things, like I am, I'm like, why does this? cocktail have 500 <laughs> calories yeah. well if you really want to be depressed cheesecake factory i don't forget that there's a place here in la called islands do I you know about islands know. it's just like a shitty caribbean themed applebee's basically but they their their calorie counts were like i mean you could get a salad that was like 1700 1800 calories what's it was in it I, everything what isn't a in cow it? I, what isn't in it? I think it's like seven gallons of blue cheese dressing. That's gross. Oh, extremely God. gross. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Um, did you guys drive the cars uh, out to Willow Springs, by the way? No. Okay. You so take a good drive over the, over the Angeles Forest? Uh-oh. We the we were shuttled out in the morning in a very nice sprinter van. And in the afternoon, they helicoptered Hell us yeah. back. Which I was like, this is very unnecessary. 
This is so Yeah, but how many pictures did you take for the, for the gram? I don't do that. No? no. I'm not going to find any helicopter pictures here? No. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're not. You don't want to know how many pictures I took from the helicopter when Lamborghini <laughs> sent me out on a helicopter <laughs> to Palm Springs? A thousand. Here's the thing, though. And I feel so shitty for, like, it was very nice of them to do it because it took 20 minutes yeah. to get back because yeah. it was a good tail in 20 minutes. I get motion sickness, like, pretty badly. This in is the not s- a good job for you. It's fine well, if it's like cars changing direction, but when you add the vertical uh, element into it, like on boats and like turbulence. So I was just like sitting in the middle seat in the back, just like, just like waiting for this to be over. <laughs> Cause it smells like fuel in there. You're yeah. wearing the headset and it's just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like constantly. You're like, this is very unpleasant. It's not particularly for a luxury experience. Helicopters are not actually that luxurious feeling. They're it's just, not. The, it's the, it's the looking down and seeing a traffic jam and not being in it. That's yeah, it just like about. flying over like yeah. This. Like, no, that's we did like Palm is. Desert to Santa Monica in like forty six minutes on a Friday afternoon. That would have been a four hour drive. Yeah, we yeah. were flying in at rush hour uh, into Santa Monica. So yeah, like, the worst. So that was appreciated. The convenience was appreciated. It is not my preferred method of travel. I like your. I like this green GT three fifty. Oh, isn't that sick? Yeah, that's I love hell it. yeah. I love it. It started raining at M1, so we were like, let's all go inside. And did you, Were you driving on the track in the wet? Fuck no. <laughs> no. They weren't having you? I did. I drove on Lime Rock in the wet in the, the first GT350 They were like, experience. no, everybody inside. And then when yeah. it stopped raining, like a few people went out, and I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. Was it, a nice, was it a nice track? Yeah, it's smooth. Um, I'm going to look at the map. It's one of these tracks that's built on like a square property. Yeah. So it's like, I like to joke that it's kind of like, uh, it's the same thing as thermal where it's sort of like a board game. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, it just, it's like all in one property. It's in the middle of the fucking city. It's it crazy. Is. Like we were driving through some very nice suburbs and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, they put a racetrack here. Yeah. All of a sudden <laughs> okay. you get to Pontiac and you're like, what? Okay. Look at that. It's right. There's like just houses next door. Yeah. And cool. um, the, uh, the pit lane I think is maybe over here. Yeah, I'm bad at maps, but the pit lane is is really nice that you can like have your own garage there. And someone was messaging me about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, there's like 918 spiders that live there, and like all this shit." I was like, "Really?" Well, aren't aren't wait aren't the oh no sorry that's my phone ring. Aren't these garages over here on the side? I think that yeah yeah yeah. Those are like some dope garages. Yeah, these are real nice. Mm -hmm. So Ford had like a whole thing set up. It was really really nice. As you do. As you do. As you do with Ford when you're Ford. That's for Ford. That's so cheap. They just had to drive those cars like 20 minutes off the road. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how much it was to rent out the track for a bunch of days and everything, but like they Detroit. If you're Ford, not so bad. Mm, I didn't think of that corporate. Yeah. It's not so bad. You don't have to ship the car. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's great. That's fine. And I was like, I was happy to go up to Detroit. I got to see uh, David Tracy. Detroit. Oh, my God. That guy. He his... took me to a junkyard. <laughs> Is that like a date? Can you, for... can we, Is can that we, a date for him? Can we go to his Instagram sure. for a second? Is it just David Tracy? It's David and uh, David and Tracy. Yeah. This one. So if you go down. Oh, good. You can follow him. Um, keep took, going down. It's, it was like a little while ago. Yard. There we oh, are. Look. That's very cute. That is like, that really is a, a good date. His well, Instagram see, this is, this is, is just full of junk. This is what we were talking. So I was like, I had a few hours to kill and I messaged him. I was like, hey, David, like, do you want to hang out? What do you want to do? He was like, almost without hesitation over Slack. He's like, let's go to a junkyard. I was like, 
sure. Was he looking for something specific? No, was, no, we were great. just being tourists. I had never <laughs> been to a junkyard before. He's like, oh. Did uh, you find a little souvenir for yourself? I almost bought a, uh, what did I almost buy? I almost bought a carburetor. Just, <laughs> just to have. Just to have? Just to have. It was so cool. I was like, I'm going to put it on my desk or whatever. But, you know, I had a small suitcase with me, so I couldn't. I completely understand. But um, <laughs> it was really nice because a lot of my job is figuring out how things work and explaining it to people. But there's only so many videos you can watch and so many um, like cutaways you can look at. But with a junkyard, everything is taken apart. Everything is disassembled. <laughs> everything is exploded view. <laughs> yes, everything is exploded view. So David had this uh, golf club that was there and he was like carrying it around as a pointer. And I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, this is a leaf spring suspension system. Like if you see this, it like works this way and everything. And I was like, oh, and he's like, over here, we have like a different kind of suspension. He's yeah. like pointing all of it out. And it was really, really cool. And we got to sit in some cars, not all of them. Some of them had things in them that I was like, I'm no, not putting, it's, yeah, it's biohazard. I'm shit. not putting my pants yeah. on that. People died in there. Yeah, there was one, the one that we took a picture in front of. Did you of, find like, one that was like soaked in blood? That's, there's it was always fire. Blood. It was like, it had been melted. I was yeah. like, do you think there was a body on those seats? <laughs> So we're looking. They usually get out when there's a fire. They don't usually. We die were looking, and we're like, okay, it doesn't look like the fire really got into the cabin. So hopefully these guys didn't get burned. Um, but it was really fun. And there's like a picnic table in the middle of this junkyard with like vending machines. Like people go and hang out. Yeah. That's a great first date. <laughs> That's how you weed out the bad ones yeah, if, when they don't if, like listen, that. If you, if I can't imagine how many guys have taken girls successfully on a first date in the fucking junkyard. That's when you know they're worth it. I guess so. When they don't go running for the I hills. mean, look at this guy. Who doesn't want... We love David. Don't I love David, too. love David so much. I love David, much. too. I hope that's his Tinder picture. <laughs> um, I love David's that, on Tinder. That postal Jeep of his. Oh, my God. <laughs> he brought that to M1. <laughs> what a fucking rough... That thing is brutal. He, it uh, looks like it's actually held together with rust. He brought that to M1 being like, can we drive it? Can I drive it on the track? And that and the is, four people were like, maybe. Let us take a look at it. And it like pulled up. And then they were like, no. <laughs> no way. That's not allowed on the track. Sorry. Good. Good. They shouldn't allow. They shouldn't even allow that on the road. He made it all the way to fucking Utah and back. I, 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 and what did he leave along the way? <laughs> Other than his dignity. David has so much dignity that it's just like, just it's, it's like come all, no, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like being David apologist. I'm like, this is the way he is. Of course. He's just like, whatever, fuck it. I'll sleep in it. And I'm like, <laughs> I draw the line there. That there's, I want to fucking luminol and blacklight that fucking thing. That's brutal. Extremely yeah. Brutal. It drives though. And it actually idles pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Better than my nine eleven when it's cold. Maybe mm. my car, my car doesn't idle for shit when it's cold. It's parked it outside. I want to see it when we're it done is. with this. Yes. I've been driving it all day. Mm. It's my errand car. There's like fucking a box for FedEx and stuff. Oh, ooh, right now. you're a man of the people, Matt Farah. What? <laughs> I have to return cat food. <laughs> I got sent my, I got sent the wrong cat food. Why is it wrong? Uh, it's like medical cat food because oh. Conrad and Pico are 14 now. So they have oh. to have like special urinary health cat food, oh. but they sent me the lose weight cat food. That's which is wrong. Not, which is Extremely wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Very bad. We're trying to keep them from losing weight. Yes. <laughs> the opposite, fuckers. Anyway, um, what do you say we enjoy this afternoon and not fucking sit here and podcast all day? Yeah, we Let's can do that. Let's answer a few questions and then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, we doing, right. are we doing reader questions? Yeah, just a couple. 
Okay. Miguel says, if you got one while we're finishing up, throw it in the super chat right now if you're if you're with us live. Miguel says, what's the best automatic transmission car for 20 Gs as an easy daily driver? Mine upshifts way too early. I love manuals, but I deliver pizzas so autos are easier. Use GTI. Uh-huh. Dual clutch. Done. The, D, the DSG. DSG. Oh, there you go. I'm glad we're in agreement, Kristen. Mm-hmm. That is nice and easy for you. Quality interior, lots of space. Yeah. Sporty, feels great. Yeah. I also think there's probably a couple of cars, let's see, that are available that have a decent paddle, decent enough paddle shift system. What else is 20? I guess mm. you could do a CL. No, that's that's not. I mean, out. Audi's like, it's you know, the a, they're the same, but like, you know, A4s and A3s um, are what down is, in that range. Who else, doing, who else is putting DSGs? Mercedes is actually, complaining. shockingly enough, the 86s. 86s have, have a very, du- that's it's not right. a dual clutch, but it's, an, it's a very oh, good, yeah. responsive um, auto. Okay. They're be- way better than you think. And twenty goes yeah. twenty goes a long way in eighty sixes. Yes, absolutely. Um, there we go. Ed wants to know what is a good project, track, or weekend manual coupe for under five Gs. I need to replace my eighty one E thirty when I'm done with it. Five is not much money. No. Um, Get a five- Triumph. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Do it. <laughs> Cost five k. Needs thirty k of work. Just um, line your garage and then uh, WeatherTech. It'll be fine. Uh, look, I you know I think you can start looking at weird ass oddballs like Fiat X one nine sure. and shit like that. Sure. Or yo, I would say look into importing like a Honda Beat or a Capuch- Suzuki Cappuccino or buying one of those that's already here. Those or are really Gary fun. Duncan. Uh, you can go to who's that an importer? Gary Duncan. Yeah, who's Gary he? Duncan's? Uh, yeah, he's an importer. He's uh, in Virginia. Oh, okay. No, he has all this like weirdo Japanese stuff. It's like a whole garage. He's oh. got like hundreds of them. K cars, mint condition, all for sale. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, look up Gary Duncan. All right. If you're on the East Coast, if you're on the West Coast, my, my homie Sean Morris is where I bought my, I just bought my Delica. How much is a Sarah? Oh, like eight, oh, really? seven, to, seven to 10, maybe. Sad. That's, I, I wouldn't call that a project track car. That's like a little fun cruiser. Yeah. Like, I would get one of those for Hannah to fuck around in. Yeah. yeah oh, like man. I would, love that. I would fuck around with her. It'd be so fun. Get we one. go around ben- Venice getting ice cream in it. Well, you're going to take my Delica it out has to when, be I, when I get that. Yeah. It's going it's, it's to be amazing. I'm so excited for that. But 5Gs, I mean, look at old Mustangs. Look at old Camaros. Um, you know, uh, 240s. I mean, it may be tough to find a 240 for 5. That's good. You but can like, maybe get a... 280. Yeah. Or a old 80s 300ZX. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. F-body Camaros are are right in that wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that should get you started. Yeah. Um or if you want to start looking older, like Hondas, like like 90 1995 to 2001 Hondas. Yeah. Cuz double wishbone suspension and High revving engines and sure. you can kick the shit out of them without breaking them, which is great fun. Uh, Laguna Blue S2000 says, I fucked up my back, so the Focus RS is out. Good choice, sir. I'm considering a used Macan S or the M235i. Jesus, the M235i is the car that won't go away. I had about six questions about the M235i yesterday. <laughs> I like that car. Uh, 30 to 40K, um, something fun for a commute on the Angeles Forest. Well, look, if you want a any crossover, the Macan is the best one. Yeah, it really is. Um, the Macan S with the Cobb tune and exhaust 
is basically a GTS. It's good. It's very nice. They're very, very nice cars. Um, M235i, if, you know, do you need a back seat? Do you not need a back seat? Like, back you, seats are tight. Yeah. And also, it's, there's only two doors. Yeah. Um, Angeles Forest is not super tight. You'd, you're fine in a Macan there. I think you'd have a good time. Also, like, you might want to check out the Ford Edge Sport. I'm not kidding. Really? If you want to like save save a little money and get something like newer than the Macan S, um, probably cheaper to keep. Let's see what else could be fun in that mm, price range. What are we looking at? Uh, Golf R. I yeah, mean, a Golf R is, is that ride kind of hard though? Nah, they ride good. Okay, they they ride good. Um, not as much travel obviously as the Macan, but they do yeah. ride nice. Yeah, I would check that or. Maybe an S Audi SQ5, lightly used. Ooh, They're kind of fun. What about a Mustang? <laughs> yeah, or a Mustang They're GT. Comfy. They ride. Yeah, Mustang GTs They're ride comfy. soft. Like, yeah. They're for big people. Yeah, I agree. EXO <laughs> so. concurs. All right, there you go. Uh, James says, I found the nice 1985 uh, Euro spec BMW 320i with 40,000 miles. I want to daily it, but only have three to four K saved for maintenance costs. Am I in over my head? I'm 24. Uh, advice. So I feel like if you could, I want to know how much he's willing to do himself. Yeah, I agree. Like how much do you need that car to like get to work? Yeah. If it breaks, how fucked are you? Yes. You know what I mean? Are you going to get fired if that car's not running? Yeah. Do you have any alternative? Like, do you have a beater or something for the side? He says he wants to daily it. Like, yeah, I, I think that's possible. I think you can daily that car. You just you're just walking a very fine line. You kind of are, and so. forty thousand miles is is really good. But you may also need to replace like rubber shit. That's gonna say it's from eighty five. Yeah. So like if it hasn't had like even some though stuff only, might have rotted totally, <laughs> and you probably have to do the equivalent of a hundred thousand mile service on it. Yeah. No matter what, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like that car, as soon as you buy it. That car needs a thousand dollars. I guarantee you, that car needs a thousand dollars worth of something right now. <laughs> but apparently, they're easier to work on and wrench on than like the seven series because I think Patrick totally. George had something similar to that, and he was okay like wrenching on it in his garage. Yeah, people learn on E thirty. Yeah, yeah. Like so, if you're willing to do some shit, and you're he's twenty four. Like I don't know where you are at your in your life, but like if you don't have kids that need to get to school, like you know if you have a significant other, if you don't, like no one's really relying on you. You just you have this car. Meh. I mean, you have some free time on the weekend. Like why not? Just yeah. I would be wary. <laughs> yeah. Of it blowing up. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it, what's your time worth? basically mm-hmm. is the question. Uh, let's see. Eli says, uh, we always talk about performance bargains on the used market, but we hardly ever see older cars with modern tires installed tested against newer cars. How come we don't see that review format more often? That's a very interesting question. Well, I think partially, um, well, you wouldn't see it with press cars. I think no. if you started doing a show where you took press cars and you took the older car and put them on the newer tire and went, see, it's all, you know, it's within a half a second because of the tire. I think you'd stop. You wouldn't get press cars very much. Very Yeah. Often. So the logistical issue for me on Jalopnik is we just don't have the means of doing that. Yeah. I mean, we might. I don't have I don't have a real answer for you. I know that I I know that if I started testing if I what I just said if I started doing a new 
they don't like you doing the new one versus the old one very often. They get no. kind of annoyed when you start doing that. Yeah. Now, someone could have a show that was based entirely on getting cars from individuals and not from manufacturers and probably do that sort of format. I think it's a niche market. I mean, the, the number of people who want to see what the new car is all about uh, compared to the number of people who want to see what the gains are from the tires alone Mm-hmm. I think we all know that tire technology gets better. Yeah. And I think we all know that if you put newer tires on an older car, it's a drastic improvement in performance, sometimes beyond the design limits of the original product. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you put new tires on an old car, you start breaking shit because yes. they're not used to the lateral Gs or the mm-hmm. braking forces or whatever. Um, that happened to me. Um, oh. I broke a, a, a an actual wheel the the wheel itself on what because i got i put so much more grip in the tire the wheel couldn't handle it and snapped <laughs> it was not a well designed wheel God. but it, yeah i was going to say no no it, i mean look the wheel itself had its own flaws but the flaws did not become apparent until i put a better tire on it that was capable yeah. of exerting more forces um and so I just think that the reason we don't see that format eli is because you're talking about a niche within a niche yeah um but I, I think that if you look at publications like Grassroots Motorsports and stuff Maybe. like that, where you see tire tests um, on on uh, on older cars all the time, yeah, it's not something I've ever thought about. That's a good idea. I mean, the answer is it makes a huge difference. Yeah, but I mean, that's especially the, the older you go, mm-hmm. you know. But even even on my S, my Mercedes SL, which I I just sold when I bought it, I went from like whatever shit tires were on it when I bought it to Pilot Super Sports, and like the ride gets better, it gets quieter, the brakes work better, it handles you know your everything is better. So like yeah, tires are great. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a big difference. Um, but I think it's a it's it's a nerdy topic to begin with that doesn't generate a lot of excitement. Yeah, that's the problem with tires. Yeah, it is. There's tires, like, that's why when uh, when there's a tire launch, it's even more extravagant than a press launch yeah. because the tire is so unsexy that they have to... F- I mean, look, Michelin ranks fucking restaurants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, We're well, going to pivot to food. <laughs> I'm going to... A, oh, it's a Michelin star. Oh, the, the tire company thinks that this <laughs> restaurant is great. You know what I mean? Like, how silly is this? We're, it is. We're to sell fucking tires. It's yeah, crazy. It is. Um, there we go. Anyway, Jordan says, any recommendation on lower profile driving gloves? I'm trying to avoid the hardcore look while I dip my toe into driving schools and track days. Can I be mean for a second? Be mean, Kristen. If you show up with driving gloves, you're going to look like a fucking tool. I. Sorry. To a track day, if you show up with driving gloves, you think? Yeah. I disagree. I'm going to disagree with you. you I think if you're out on the street with driving gloves on and your steering wheel is made of anything besides wood, you look like a fucking douche. Even when, it's, even when it's wood, just hold it harder. Just, don't be a bitch. We're like, there, hold yeah, it. <laughs> like, what are you? You're not fucking Sterling Moss. <laughs> Chill. Um, I disagree with you, Chris. And I think if you go to a track day, um, especially if you're going somewhere where it's hot um, and your hands do okay. get sweaty, if you're running full 20 or 30 minute sessions, your hands could get hot. Okay. And so I would say um, that. I, I prefer to wear Sparco driving gloves. And I'm sorry, I, I don't. I wear a Sparco suit. I wear Alpine Stars driving gloves. Okay. I don't know about lower profile. They're 
black. <laughs> like there's not a what lot. What does that mean? I don't know. I, I think I think he doesn't want to look like he's trying to be Lewis Hamilton. Oh, so like, just I like I have another pair of flashy. driving gloves that has a watch on it, like a Chopard watch. <laughs> it was a gift from Classic Car Club, right? But it literally right. it has the fucking watch on the outside. You didn't of it. buy it at all. No, it was a gift. Uh-huh. It was a gift. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I didn't buy it, but it, but okay. I, do, I have worn it. I've worn them. So I will walk the statement back a little bit. I think given what you're driving, if it's like really hot and like the steering wheel gets hot and maybe you don't have a windshield or something and you like need that to like protect yourself. But like if you have just like a regular car and there's like Alcantara like leather on the steering wheel, that's fucking grippy already. Like you can. Yeah, I agree. I think unless you have a sweatiness problem, I wouldn't do it proactive. Like I wouldn't do it. uh, prophylactically, <laughs> preventatively. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but if you, do, I, I'm, I've always used Alpine Stars gloves, and I'm, and I've always been happy with them. And they, it's, they're just black. Like it's not, yeah. they're not super fancy. So, yeah. And they, and if you buy a nice set, like, like a nice set's kind of expensive. Like maybe really? like, a, I don't know, maybe like 150 to 200 dollars. But they're That's like, I've bought a cheap set, and I bought a nice set, and the nice set is so much more comfortable. It really is. And so I don't know. It, it's, I would try to see if you could try them on before you buy. But anyway, uh, Spencer wants to know tips on getting better on track. Should I check out Ross Bentley? Yes, you should. Ross Bentley Speed Secrets. Uh, if you want some literature on driving fast, hmm. great book. He, Ross has a great podcast too. He's like one of the best driving instructors in the world. Um, so most group track days, like with your local clubs have instruction. You can start there. Um, if you really want a good jump start, a two, three, or four day racing school, if you got a couple of G's to spare. They're expensive. They're expensive, but you do really come out of there far beyond where if you had just done a couple of track days. I think And it's their cars. It is their cars. You their know, insurance. Their cars, their insurance. And so that helps. I think actually, like if you want to learn the track craft, like turn in points and apexes and and that that's one thing if you want to learn just car control and driving skills go to dirtfish dirtfish rally school yeah you get i my driving in terms of like the things i've done in a car educationally and the jump i got in skill from doing those things spending three days at dirtfish was by far the biggest jump in skill for me in terms of sliding, weight transfer, mm-hmm. left foot braking. It's very much exaggerated when there's yeah, no tarmac and it's all yeah, loose. Yeah, it's great, but you learn so much. So that, I think if you want to get comfortable with the car moving around and mm-hmm. doing unorthodox things with your feet mm-hmm. um, and moving that weight transfer, and like to me, learning weight transfer was so important in getting a lot better at track. It be, it it's got really me cool because you really need to shift that weight forward to initiate slides and stuff like that. And so um, rally school was the best. Um, the two pieces of advice I would give one is uh, for your eyes is every single racing instructor ever done every single track day race school. They always tell you eyes up and yeah. don't fixate on anything. Um, and that goes for driving out there in the world, but especially on the track, because you always want to be looking at what you're about to do next. Cause your hands naturally go where your eyes go. So if you're looking at the wall, cause you're afraid of crashing, generally that's probably where you yeah, don't go. do that. Don't look at the wall ever. Don't look at the ditch. Don't look at anything. <laughs> look at your next apex and look at what you're about to do next. And your hands will naturally go that way. It's, I don't know why it happens, but it's like magic. And the second it thing is. is, um, 
deflate your ego. That's the most important thing to go on a track day. Cause like, you know, I don't know what the situation is. Maybe you are there with like a bunch of really advanced people and there's like pressure from a crowd yeah, or whatever. It's naturally an ego type activity. Yeah, Sports you cars draws the same thing. You're going fast. There's timers around. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wants to come out and say, Hey, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. You just got to deflate the ego because when you go into it thinking that you know everything, you're naturally probably not going to listen as well. You're not going to ask questions. You're you're going to write off your instincts that tell you otherwise. Um, so go into it just being like, I don't know what's going on. These instructors know what they're talking about. I'm going to shut up and listen to them. I'm going to follow what they say. Yep. Uh, and lastly, before we get out of here, Josh says, what's my favorite garbage one take you drove? Uh, I think he might mean, I don't know about, gar- I don't know what he means by garbage, but like, uh, if you want to, if I'll, I'll just extrapolate that to mean a very cheap car that I had a very good time driving. Okay. I think, or it could be like the worst cars ever. The worst car ever was that thing that was called like the crow works. It was like an exoskeleton type thing, but it was a complete piece of shit. Okay. And that I drove that at road Atlanta and I felt like I was going to die the whole time. Hmm. That was really bad. And if I never see one of those again, that'll be too soon. Uh, in terms of like something I actually enjoyed, but the car like wasn't great. I drove a sort of beatery civic, that had a hot motor and a good set of shocks and light wheels and tires, and it was fun as fuck. I also drove someone's, like, Yaris. They, they took a Yaris and put, like, a Corolla engine in it okay. with an LSD and then put, like, nice. good shocks, and, and it was fast. Nice. It was really fun. It weighed, like, 2,300 pounds. Nice. Yeah. So, like, anything that's super light, high revy, with good suspension geometries, a limited slip diff. Tossable. Tossable. Yeah, tossable is good. And there's a lot of stuff that goes that falls into that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to plug before we get out of here? Your Instagram, uh, which features n- Instagram. almost no pictures of you. Yeah, that's on purpose. It's all on purpose. And it features lots of photos from your travels, but only after you're no longer there. Yes. Because people are creepy. Because people are creepy. Um, you notice I don't tag my wife in my Instagram. I did notice that. Yeah. I, she, at first, she was like, why don't you tag me? And I was like... It's for your own protection. Yeah. I was like, these people are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's bad. There was a girl that like wanted to be up all up in my Instagram back in the day that I dated, wanted to be tagged and shit. It didn't go well for her. Ultimately. I don't mind like the tagging. It's just like... I don't go out of my way to put myself on the internet. Um, oh, yeah. So you're a girl who works in a male thing on the internet. There's just a lot of ways for that to go bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I do want to plug. Uh, so we're throwing a party if you're in New York City oh. um, on during the weekend of the 16th. Is there a post on Jalami about Yes. It? Uh, if you look up uh, Le Mans Stravaganza. What? Le Mans Stravaganza? Le Mans Stravaganza. It's our 24-hour Le Mans viewing party. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know how to spell it. I think it's like Loma Stravaganza. Let's see how they're tagging yeah, us. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay cool. this, 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 this one. Yes. Okay. Giant all day party for the 24 hours of Lamal. Where it be? Red Hook in oh, Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So oh, I know we're, then? we're talking in uh, California right now, but it will be in Brooklyn. And you're welcome to come. We're going to have food. We're going to have booze. We're going to have the the race up on big screen, but it's not just going to be that like, you're welcome to like stay over, um, bring sleeping bags because it's 24 hour race. So we're going to have events. I think, um, we're doing like a painting exercise. Like someone's going to come and teach us how to like paint a picture. Is the Hamilton a hotel? Uh, I think it's an event space. Okay. 
And um, we're going to have, uh, I think Alanis King is teaching a fitness class. Awesome. <laughs> Which will be fun. We'll have like a Forza tournament. Do you want me to come do like a cooking demo, like a cooking class? i to come all the way to New no. York to do it. No, I can't come that day anyway, but it sounds fun. It's Father's Day. If I lived in New York, I would be there. I mean, you could come for Father's Day. I can't. I'm actually coming to New York the last week in June, but I can't go. Okay, you should week. call me. Sorry, I will. Okay, so anyway, that's happening. It's that's cool. free to uh, come. It's Le Mans Stravaganza. Yes. Uh, you can get the, just find it on Jalopnik, uh, Google, search for Le Mans and Stravaganza. <laughs> yes. Um, and you don't have to like stay for the whole 24 hours. It's not like a lockdown or anything. It's like open door, like come and go. Like, you, can, you don't yeah. lock it down? No, no. Right. <laughs> um, the, uh, what was I going to promote? I have a piece coming out on Jalopnik. I think probably tomorrow. I know about it. it tomorrow? I'm excited. I don't know. Patrick sent me the, the illustration. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. He, I don't know. Who's the artist over there now? We have a whole team of people, so I'm not sure who the request went to. I I can show it to you. I would like to see it. It's it's really fucking. Is it good. is it the one about your is it your obsession? The story about like what you're obsessed with? What I'm obsessed with? Every time I come visit you, we talk about these things. What bird scooters? Yeah. I'm not obsessed with them, but it's, they're like prevalent in my life. Yes. I'm not gonna show good. it on the, the screen, but it's I think a really I know who piece. did that. Um it's very cool. Um it's a uh it's a lightning lap of of uh mobility scooters. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a fun piece. Every time I come over, you're like, look at that shit, look at them, look at them fucking all over the place. Yeah, because they're just garbage <laughs> in all over my fucking hood. Like did because people just can't take care of something that isn't locked down or that they no. personally own. When I was here and I was like trying to get an Uber here, I was looking at the app and, and like for Google maps, it's like, okay, how long is it going to take? And like one of the options was Lime, And I was yeah. like, get the fuck out of here with yeah. that suggestion. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. The one you do want. Well, I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to scoop. Don't spoil. Myself. I'm Don't not going to scoop myself. I am looking forward to reading that. Yeah. I think it'll be up this week, but Good. if not next week, it'll be fine. Okay. Uh, follow Kristen at Instagram. Kristen that's, Lee. That's the first combination of that that was available. That's really? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I just like, I kept hitting the E until they're like, this one's free. And I was like, done. Perfect. And then uh, also at the jalopnik.com. Uh, if you need somewhere to keep your car in LA, God damn, it's my place looking good. I was just over there. I saw pictures. It looks amazing. And we're going to be open in September. So hit me mm. up. It's uh, that email address is now for real. Matt at Westside collector car storage.com. And uh, my website for the, for the business probably will be up middle of next week i think um anyway that's our show for today thanks very much folks the weather the smoke entire podcast is powered by shout engine get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. it's easy all you need is a microphone a connection to the internet and ideally something to say goodbye folks